Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Numbers, numbers, and more. Numbers, episode 126 of the Cool Button Hockey Podcast. McDavid passed 126 points a long time ago. <laughs> and I guaranteed going in action on Wednesday, he would get to 60 goals. I thought he had four points. He only had two and became the 22nd different player and the 40th time in NHL history someone has scored 60 or more. We got four guys that have done it actively, of course. Matthews last year, McDavid beat him by a game. Stamkos, Ovi. And of course, Mr. Connor McDavid. Was he snubbed last year and said, okay, you in the media, okay, you want 60? I'll give you 60. Might not get the 70, but was McDavid kind of snubbed and a little bit teed off last year on an individual basis at the awards? Well, what I would say is, is that, you know, and we, we talked about this last year. Does there just become a, a kind of laissez-faire approach? Oh, that's what Connor does, right? Like, well, what Connor does is brilliant, right? So now you just be, you come to expect it because that's just what he does on a, on a game in, game out basis, season in, season out basis. I mean, you think about where he's at in his career. Just to, if you just stop and think about where he's at in his career, he's 26 years old. He's already got 800 plus points. Like, I think that this guy could get 2,000 points when it's all said and done. That's how good he is in a league that isn't as offensive as when it was when Mark Messier and Mayor Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky were playing. So do I think that, you know, he he was underestimated? Yeah. I don't know about snubbed. I mean, I said Matthew scored 60 goals. But I will say this. I had him number two on my ballot, and I didn't have Matthews ahead of him. And that has nothing to do with Matthews not having brilliance. Matthews was was I think he, he you could he was deserving of the heart trophy, but to not have to not consider that Connor McDavid is not only the best player in the game but the most valuable to his team, I I, I think it's a hard stretch to make that argument. And I think you could make it every year. That doesn't mean somebody's not going to have a spectacular year. And you know what's funny, Steve. You think about 60 goals, and everybody made a big thing about 60 goals. Well, Steven Stanko scored 60 goals in the 2012-2013 season, right? And, you know, some of the things that Yossi did and Goudreau did and, you know, like Huberto did last year, you know, they, they were unprecedented for a long time. And now when does McDavid come, come back the year? He goes, oh, 60. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> like, you know what? Go try, to, go try to get as many even strength points as Johnny Goudreau had. 
Go try to get as many, get, get over 90 points like Roman Yossi. Go try to set an NHL record for most assists by a left winger in the entire history of the NHL like Huberto did. Those are unprecedented. And that's why I didn't have Matthews in my top three. Well, it is a, a golden era of hockey, passing the torch from, well, they're not ready to pass it yet, but Crosby and Ovechkin having great, like Ovi's at 40. And if not for tragedy and some other things, it could have been 50 again. Ovi at 40 is record setting. Crosby, 18 straight years with a point a game average. Only Wayne has more. Here's another 40 or 60 goal season. And, we, you know, we've had in the last 10 years, four of them. And if you go through Esposito, you know, in 71, when he got 76. So, you know, they we sprinkled them in the 70s and they really come to the forefront in the 80s. And then the 90s is high scoring. This isn't as high, but there's more better players. And obviously the quality of play, you know, a sprinter today that finishes 10th in the 100 meters, I'm guessing their time is probably gold you know, a hundred or 70 years ago. It's just the way the body and mechanics and food and training and all that stuff come into play. And there's so many, and now almost the throwaway conversation is, okay, McDavid's one, who would be two and three? Like, is Kachuk going to be three if he gets the Panthers in the playoffs? Because he's so far ahead statistically than the rest of his team. And he brings all the other things to the table. You know, the grit, the grind and all that stuff. Pasternak, does he have to represent the Bruins if he's a 50, 100-point guy, even though he doesn't kill penalties? Are we going to honor Rantanen or Marner or Kucherov as Tage Thompson? Clearly, Jack Hughes and Jason Robertson have, have fallen off. Uh, Dennis Bernstein came on. He said, yeah, I, I bumped Jack down. Jack's 15th in scoring. If Jack's getting votes, then Ryan Nugent Hopkins is getting votes. Braden Point's getting votes. I like to see how the homerism comes into play. And do, 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 oh, fifth place vote for this guy. Oh, that's interesting. And you know how I feel, Mario in 89 and Jerome in 2002 about voting. You know what's not voted on? The cup. You know what's not voted on? The Art Ross. Everything else, soon as voting comes into play, well, I don't have to tell you about voting and, uh, you know, living through it. But anyway, hopefully when people vote next time, they make a more educated decision. But it's a fun conversation, Craig. And I'm not married to anything. I just want Dreisaitl to get to 50 and just make the conversation a little thicker. Because sometimes I think Dreisaitl is forgotten in the McDavid and rest of the league sandwich, of which he clearly is elite meat. Well, you know, you go, he is elite. I mean, he's one of the best players. He's one of the best five players on the planet. I mean, he is simply put. Like, I mean, you think about the spoils that Edmonton Oilers fans have with McDavid and Dreisaitl. I mean, I mean, Dreisaitl is, is second in league scoring. Second. Like, he, he's only, what, 28 points behind Connor McDavid? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, he's only a, a mere 28 points behind his teammate. But, I mean, the brilliance of Leon Dreisaitl is on display every game. And go back and look at Leon, too. Like, you talk about consistency year in, year out, year in, year out. Leon Dreisaitl, you, you, you know what you can do every year? 50 and 115. That's basically what you can do every year with Leon now. That's how good he is. That's how dominant he is. Now, I'm going to say this. There has only been 14 70-goal seasons in the history of the National Hockey League. Nine of those were by three players, <laughs> Gretzky, Lemieux, and Hall. Okay, nine of them. 
So that means only five other five other times was there a, a 70 goal score. Can McDavid get the 70? Because if McDavid gets the 70 this season, does that not have to equate to Brett Hall's 86, maybe even Wayne's 92 in today's NHL? I'm asked the question to you. Well, I think right away we just get the math and do the uh, comparable of errors. So if 70 and 82 is X, how do you add on to what 92 and 82 was when the average score of the game was higher? Now, when people talk about numbers, I think the official highest ever average NHL score was 8.06 combined. We said it was a 5-4 league. It, it, it was at times, but the real, real numbers, and that's easy, 8.06. Well, last year, we were 6.21. I email my friends at NHL Stats all the time. Going into this week, I said, what are we at? We were at 6.28. So, Craig, as you taught me, if my tax rate's 39% and they up it to 43%, they didn't raise my taxes 4%. They raised my taxes 10%. Big difference. Oilers power play at 31%. Leafs and Lightning at 25 They're not 6% better. They're 20% better. That's, that is, that's way different mentally. Like, to think you've got a power play. My power play is pretty good. But the Oilers power play is record setting. So if McDavid's going to get to 70, the power play will be a factor. Strength of schedule. He just knocked off two games against San Jose and Arizona, of which he did get points, but two goals. He still has games against Anaheim two, San Jose now one, Arizona one, or two San Jose, one Arizona. It'll have to come at the strength of some of the weaker teams. And when he goes head-to-head with Colorado, head-to-head with Vegas, head-to-head with LA, can he score also against those elite teams? If the answer is yes to all of the above, he can still get to 70. The math says probably route 66. He probably finishes with 66, which means we'll never forget how many goals he scored that year because 66, there's a, there's a synergy to that number, Craig. It's a powerful number, 66. Well, I, I know one thing too. And, and uh, Bruce, you need to uh, make sure you track this down and you make sure that Mrs. Awanica gets that math lesson that Steve just uh, just delivered. Because I'll tell you what, I don't know if she ever gave Steve an A in math class when she was teaching him, but she certainly is going to give him an A plus on that math lesson. So that is your task, Mr. Bruce Bolton. You know, find Mrs. Awanica and make sure that she can, she can, you know, have a big smiling, proud grin of her student, Mr. Coolius. Oh boy, Steve, I'm I am I am smiling wide at that math lesson. I think, um, and I appreciate it. Maybe she'll bump that 38% up. Um, it was a famous conversation. Hopefully, she's a live and a grandma or great grandmother these days. But that math is important because when we start saying what's wrong with Kyle Connor, Kyle Connor is shooting abnormally low right now. His confidence levels, he's shooting like at one or two percent. He shot at 15% last year. His his career average is about 11 or 12. So statistically, it will rise. It can't be that bad. He can't keep not scoring. It's just the way it works with elite, elite players. And for McDavid, realistically, a goal a game in his next 10? Well, he just got two in his last game. 
So that would have to be 12 and 11. That even is a little bit high even for him. So he'll need a break. He'll need a he'll need a Sittler type night, right, in terms of offense to make it happen. And I thought Arizona did a lot of good things on Wednesday about checking him and getting in the way and bumping him and everything else. But he found a way and he was angry when he missed the first breakaway. Like what a pass, a spin around backhand pass for 74 feet from Leon Dreisaitl. He missed it. He got angry. And then Dreisaitl gave it back to him again. It's a thing of beauty. And at 1.23 a.m. in the East, I challenge my friends who are in the East if they were up watching all of that live at that time, Mr. Craig Button, because it was a thing of beauty. Well, and I think that when you when you look at uh, Connor McDavid, and I mean, I mean, I mean, he's a factor. I mean, he's a factor in every regard during the game, and he's a game changer. And you know, we, we can talk about Esposito seventy six, and you know what what he did is as really you know you think about you know Richard with with fifty and fifty, and you think about Esposito, then you think about Gretzky with his ninety two. And you, you start to go through bossy nine straight 50 goal seasons. It's unbelievable when you, you you start to move forward and you think about what Connor McDavid's doing. I mean, you, the bottom line is, and, and I say bottom line, is that when you look, and, and we talked about this on Monday, is that the last time that anybody had this number of points was quite a long time ago, you know, and if he gets past 155, which I think he will, he's he's in that he's in that other world universe with 66 and 99. He's in that other world universe forever, and that's why I sit down and I watch him play, and I go, yeah, I, I mean, 2,000 points in his career is not is not something. You know, th- did we ever think that there would be somebody break Wayne's goal scoring record? No, we didn't think that would happen. And we probably didn't think anybody could get to 2,000 points. Yermer Yager, through longevity, tried to push that envelope. <laughs> and maybe if he didn't leave, and if he didn't leave the NHL for three years, he would. Connor McDavid's going to do it. I, I, I believe it. I'm, I'm putting a stake in the ground right now. 2,000 points for Connor McDavid when it's, when it's all said and done. That's the over. There you go. There's your sports interaction. Long-term bet. Connor McDavid, 2,000-plus points. And the schedule maker's done a great job because two against Vegas, two against the Kings, one against Colorado is sexy to determine first in the central for Colorado and first in the Pacific for those three teams that I don't know who was better than whom. Um, And then the games against the weaker opponents of which there were seven, but two were knocked off this week. So five tough games and five easier games is the breakdown uh, for Connor McDavid. And remember when Crosby scored on Wednesday, in another must-win game for the Penguins, he got to 30 goals, and that was his 84th point on the year. He became the 42nd 30-goal scorer in the NHL this year. 30 goals is a badge of honor. Like, 30 goals is special. You score 30. Jack Eichel gets to 30. He's justified his first season as Vegas. Tavares got to 30 again. 30 is a nice number. You know, 30 and 30, though, is 60. Just as a as a... Guide of reference to be, oh, my God. And even at Sid, who's talked about McDavid so many times before, he might even at his age get to 100 points. And that might be the only way the Penguins get to 95 and in the playoffs. So when they were written off going into Denver and needed something from someone, they got it from an aging Carter who's been terrible this year 
and he knows it, to Sidney Crosby, to Gensel, to Jari. That's, I'm not saying it's a season saver, but it then makes that three-horse race for wild cards. Like, we need it for drama. I want Janie, Johnny Drama here, Entourage Craig. So when it's all, they're done. Four in a row. What have we done this year? Detroit's done. Ottawa's done. Every time we say someone's done, hey, come on, fat lady. What happens? They win. So I called it on our show yesterday. The Penguins got to win for hockey. And they did. Now, I don't, they can go and stink the bed for the next three. But Sid, it might have to be on the back of Sidney Crosby, the same way Florida gets in on the back of Matthew Kachuk, because that's what it feels like for me right now. Okay, so let's uh, let, let, let's move on here. Let's talk about the biggest offseason hockey trade in a long time, and that was Florida and the Calgary Flames. Yes. You know, we talked about Matthew Kachuk going to Florida, Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger go to Calgary. And, you know, last year the President's Trophy winners were in Florida. Calgary Flames had 50 wins. Both of these teams had zero expectation that they would be in the spot they're in right now. Both of them out of a playoff spot. Both of them fighting for their playoff lives. You know, both of them showing signs of, you know, being a playoff team, but probably showing more signs of not being a playoff team. So I ask you this, are the Panthers in or out? And I'll also, and you get to also ask that, are the Flames in or out? The Flames is easier. They're out for sure. I don't see whatever Winnipeg has gone through. They still managed even at 6, 10, and 2 to stay above Calgary. And there's less still right. Like Tyler Toffoli's doing everything he can. They don't have Connor Hellebuck, who might have to run the table, Grant Fear, down the stretch. So for me, the flames continue to flicker. If they do get in, God bless them. God bless them. At one point, it was for sure Calgary in and for sure Florida out. And that narrative has changed. If they both miss, wow, as you said, who would have bet at the start of the year at Sports Interaction? Go on and click on, yep, zero is the answer. But what would it have paid? Something with a lot of zeros. It would have paid Big time. That's why we play the games. That's why nothing's guaranteed, even a Bruins Cup, or nothing's guaranteed, you know, when we talk about first-round matchups. I think Florida is now on the back of Bobrovsky with Kachuk. They're going to keep going down to the wire, and it feels, it feels like Florida is going to find a way, and it might be on the strength of schedule, and it might be their three-game series against Toronto. That anomaly in the schedule that left Florida and Toronto in the same division with three games, of which Florida has two at home, of which one's later in the season where the Leafs might (laughs) send the Marlies. That might come into play. There's a late game against Carolina. If they've already clinched the division, Ajo's not playing. So that's how we have to kind of look into the future. To me. The Islanders are vulnerable. Their injuries, their lack of scoring, notwithstanding the other night when they scored seven, it feels like the Penguins and Crosby get in. Feels like Florida gets in, which leaves the Islanders out. That's how it feels to me. But Craig, all these teams, what you've said before, it's in their hands. It's in your hand, GM, make a trade. Now the deadline's over. Each of these teams controls their own destiny. 
but there's something about Florida's strength of schedule that gives them an advantage if they take advantage. I'll tell you how I'm going to finish this. I'm betting on the Islanders, and one of the Penguins or Panthers are out. Oh, Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook. Here's how it works. Log on to SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. Everyone's doing it. Sign up, deposit, and play today. Craig, late March, let's play today. Well, I'm going to play Saturday, okay? Weekend, you know, spring is in the air. And I got the Rangers at Florida on Saturday. So please tell me how the Florida Panthers can get on a run and then go and lose to Philadelphia. You know, the Rangers have a game, pretty good game against Carolina, and they end up losing that. You know, when you like a team, but you don't like a team, that's how I feel about the Rangers. But I like the Rangers going into Florida on Saturday and winning. I'm taking the Rangers on the road versus the Panthers. I'm taking the Rangers to put another kind of debt in the Panthers' playoff hopes. That being said, I'm taking Matthew Kachuk with one goal and one assist. He has been brilliant. He's been one of the most valuable players to his team of anybody in the league. And Mika Zibanejad, you know what? I'm going to go way out on a limb here. I'm taking him to get a shorthanded point, whether it be a goal or an assist on Saturday. Rangers win. Kachuk with one and one. Zibanejad with a shorthanded point. I'll stay on Saturday and I'll stay on my Penguins train, which uh, I was the only one on it the other day, and maybe more people are on after the big win against Colorado. But Saturday night, ABC, they they love this thing called Saturday night hockey. So Saturday night, it's Penguins Capitals. I like the Penguins on the money line, just in case, not the puck line, the money line and the opportunity for 8 and 87 to each get a point. In a perfect world, one scores, one gets the assist. I'll let you figure it out. I'm not saying that. So Ovi gets a point. Sid gets a point, and the Penguins win the hockey game on ABC on Saturday night. Folks, Canada Sportsbook is Sports Interaction, 19+. plus. Please gamble responsibly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
So Craig, you know, like a, like a coach, like a manager, I'm sure you sat in your office, you looked at your board. Okay, what if I do? What if I Craig Conroy here? What? And you just think and you look, right? So I look at the standings. My wife's, what are you doing? Shh. I'm thinking, okay? Carlton Fish taught me, thinking's free. Doesn't matter where you are, where you're born, think. So you know what I look, I think, and I go, Dallas, Minnesota, Colorado. Those are good teams. What about LA and Vegas? You, hang on, I got my point yet. Dallas. Any issue in the crease? No. Minnesota? No. Colorado? No. Winnipeg? No. All in the central. Four teams, no issues in the crease. How about the Pacific? LA? We have two goalies. Which is going to be the guy? Vegas? Who's going to be the guy? Stuart Skinner? Can he be the guy? And in Seattle? So we've got central strength, Pacific, some question marks. I ask you, Mr. Button, tell me what you think of the Pacific goaltending and the guys that will start when it matters. Let me tell you, there's no problem because Corpus Salo is the guy in LA. That's why they went and got him. They're undefeated since they got uh, Corpus Salo and Gabrikov. Are, are you guaranteeing the Kings are going with Corpus Salo? Guaranteed? Like, like, are you watching? Like, who are they, they going to go with? They're not going with Phoenix Copley. They're going with Corcosalo. He's the guy. Period. Period. That's why they got him. They needed to upgrade their goaltending. Phoenix Copley's a backup. Cal Peterson making $5 million in the minors. Jonathan Quick gone. That's why Rob Blake made the trade. He didn't, he didn't get Corcosalo to be a backup. He had a backup. He needed a number one goalie. It's clear who the goalie is. And it's clear who the goalie is in Edmonton. It's Stuart Skinner. Because Jack Campbell's one of the worst goaltenders statistically in the league. Like, give me a break. <laughs> like, it's clear. It's very clear who the two goalies are in L.A. and in Edmonton. Now, Vegas is a whole different story. Because Jonathan Quick has been one of the worst goaltenders in the league statistically. Numbers a little bit better. Eh, numbers a lot better in Vegas. Because the defense is so much better. But he played in front of a good defense in L.A. too. So that's no excuse. You could say, oh, different. He was behind a good defense in LA. So bottom line is Jake Ottinger's not playing very well right now. Jake Ottinger has had a real slip in his game in recent weeks. I'd be really concerned right now about Jake Ottinger getting back to the level of, 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 of play that we know he's capable of. He's not there right now. And let me tell you too, no Francois. You know what? Like, I'm not so sure about Colorado's goal today. I got no problem. Connor Hellebuck, you know, he gets he gets Winnipeg. If they get in the playoffs, you could make an argument that Connor Hellebuck could be in the Hart Trophy conversation. He should get Hart Trophy votes if Winnipeg gets in the playoffs. That's how great he's been. Minnesota, no problem with that, with their goaltending. But where you have some real certainty in the in the central and some uncertainty in the Pacific, we're on opposite sides of this. Well, first of all, for the record, I wasn't saying Skinner wasn't the starter. I'm I saying didn't say, I didn't say I just said we're on opposite sides. You had question marks on one side where I don't, and you didn't have question marks on one side that I do. I'm not saying you did what you said. We're not I'm not here in the court of law going, hey, Mr. Coolius, on your previous testimony. <laughs> Well, uh, Ottinger has had some bad body, body language. John Gibson-like body language that's made him say, oh, geez, what's, what's going on here? I'd like to think he's got time to, to fix that issue. Mm -hmm. Philip Gustafson has been an unbelievable story 
which makes you think if you're Ottawa, you're going, really? So really, we should have just, we had our goalie and we sent him to Buffalo for a third round pick. That's great. We had a goalie and that's the Hashik story I'm trying to tell people. Um, Skinner, let's see what happens. The reason I bring up Corpusalo is Dennis Bernstein co-hosted yesterday and he said he thinks the Kings haven't made that decision and they, <laughs> and they, they love Copley's record. His one loss record. Yeah, I know. So, Rob Blake went and traded for Corpusello because he loves Spinus Copley. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Listen, tell Dennis to do some stand-up comedy if he's going to go along that line of reasoning. <laughs> so, so do you think it's just play them both, and at the very end, it's Corpusello that you don't make a trade as a manager for goal? Who makes a trade and then doesn't use the guy? Is what you're saying? Well, wait a second. Corpusalo is better than Phoenix Copley. Like, period. And the reason Rob Blake, like, you think it was easy for Rob Blake to trade Jonathan Quick? It wasn't because Rob Blake respects players. He values people. And he knows what Jonathan Quick has meant to the LA Kings. He didn't do that without understanding that, like, geez, I got to improve my goaltending. He was trying to find ways. And guess what? They gave the crease to Phoenix Copley. Because Jonathan Quick couldn't do it. And Rob Blake still came back to the same answer. I need a better goaltender. I need a number one. Phoenix Copley's not a number one. So I don't care. You know, with all due respect, Dennis, you can talk all you want. Eunice Corpusalo is the goalie for the LA Kings. End of story. <laughs> I like him better. I like him better. I thought he just needed some Kings time to get acclimated, not play poorly and go, oh, nine and one and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do we make this trade? Clearly he's played well. And I'm on the boat that he'll be the game one starter. If the Oilers win the division to push Vegas and LA into a two, three, are you telling me for Hollywood drama, Corpusalo is going to face Jonathan Quick? And can Vegas realistically win four, five, six, seven game series with Jonathan Quick? against an elite team like L.A. or even Edmonton. Can he win a playoff series at 37, Craig? Uh, I would say no. I mean, you, you might have to put him in a tandem come playoff time. Th those six defensemen, when they're in the lineup for Vegas, are really good. And, and, and they really perform at a high level. And so when you have those players – you know, playing, you know, they don't give up a lot. Bruce Cassidy has done a terrific job in Vegas. And so when I look at the overall equation of it, Steve, like, I don't think it's Jonathan Quick on his own. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a tandem, you know, you know, coming back now, you, you, you see uh, they're getting some health. I don't know if Mark Stone's going to come back or, or, or if he's not going to come back, but the bottom line is, is I don't think it's just Jonathan Quick. It's sexy. The thing is, Jonathan Quick versus Corpusalo. I think it has to be more than just Jonathan Quick. It has to be, you know, that opportunity for the tandem in Vegas. But that defense in front of the goaltending is really, really good. Greg, the schedule, it's been beautiful. How many nights do you look and say, I can't? Boy, they must have known something. This team's playing that team. And you know, Florida's playing, but so are the Islanders. So we'll be able to watch how each team does as far as the playoffs are concerned. The next night is Pittsburgh. They end up winning. And we look at the races, and I, I think that we've been lucky, but then sometimes when you have a tight league like we do, that you say to yourself, if things are close at the end, 
then the schedule will take care of itself. I know other sports that they're done. It's over. There's nothing to get excited about. And we have gone Google God over all of these races. Everything other than Boston is a race. Two, three in the Atlantic. Who's going to win the Metro? What's going on in the wild card? What's going on in the Central? What's going on in the Pacific wild card? I love it. I love it. And I want to say for my final thought, God love the Preds for still competing. And Luke Evangelista and Philip Tomasino, I hope they're part of the program moving forward. And Saturday night on the second half of the doubleheader of Hockey Night in Canada, uh, which is probably starting at the same time as the game on Wednesday did in Edmonton. That's a little television joke for you people out there. Is Vegas and Edmonton. And it might be Jonathan Quick and a preview of the first round of the playoffs. So thumbs up again for a great scheduling matchup this late in the year. And to those youngsters in Nashville that just won't quit, thumbs up are my final thoughts. Craig, you. Sometimes you better give the youth the chance to shine. You better give the youth the chance to shine. Luke Evangelista is a good player. Phil Tomasino is a good player. They got, they got a number of good players. Cody Glass is coming into his own, you know, after some, some injuries. Listen, bottom line is you got youth Soros. You still have Roman Yossi on that blue line, who is terrific. So when I look at Nashville, don't rule them out. I mean, they play Winnipeg. They play uh, the Calgary Flames. They got games in hand. You know, everybody looks at Nashville and goes, oh, like, you're better if you're Winnipeg and Calgary thinking that it's only between you two for the playoffs. Maybe under the radar is where the National Predators feel pretty comfortable. But that being said, we're never under the radar. You're never under the radar. You couldn't be stealth if you tried, Mr. Coolius. It's a joy. If this episode concludes, we'll be ready for Monday. Guess what? We're going to have lots of storylines to talk about then. So have a great weekend. Spring is in the air. Speaking of sun and the shine. Shiny, happy people holding hands. That's what we are, Mr. Craig Button. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 